Welcome to KXA News Today. Here are your Wednesday morning headlines. We could learn the identity of that eight-year-old boy whose body was pulled from Lake Travis last night. North Travis Fire Rescue saying he fell from a boat Monday afternoon. Investigators say he wasn't wearing a life jacket. There is a court hearing later on today for Raul Mesa Jr. He is the confessed serial killer. He's not expected to be in court. He is charged with murder in the deaths of two people, Jesse Fraga and Gloria Lofton. He served time for killing eight-year-old Kendra Page back in 1982. There's a new chief at the University of Texas Police Department. UTPD is going to swear in Eve Stevens this morning as the police chief. She retired in March from Austin Police after nearly 24 years of service. And finally, some of us are seeing a little bit of a break from the heat, and that could be in the form of rain. Meteorologist Nick Bannon is here to give us an idea of what you could expect. Rain in the forecast, huh? Yes, I mean, it's not going to get everybody wet, so like lower your expectations <laughs> right off the bat. Okay. But it's our best chance of rain in the next week, so yeah. we've got to take that, right? <laughs> Let's take it outside to a lot of clouds in South Austin now from the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center, and much like a lot of our mornings lately. We are going to start with a lot of early morning low clouds. These low clouds should slowly lift as we head through the morning, giving way to a mix of sun and clouds by late morning and into the afternoon. I think we get a little more sun earlier today compared to what we had yesterday. Temperatures outside right now are in the upper 70s and even some low 80s. We'll probably drop another degree or two to get our morning low before these numbers start to climb here for the day. So here's what I'm expecting getting out the door. Just a lot of clouds, not expecting any rain here this morning, 79 at 5, 78 at 7, and then the numbers start to climb. We're up to 82 already here by 9. Coming up in first warning weather for the next two days, we've got storm chances. We'll show you the timing and the areas that the rain and storms are most likely ahead of triple digit heat just in time for the weekend. Okay, Nick, thank you. Before you head out on your morning jog, know this security cameras are now up at some Austin parks. The goal here is to stop people from breaking into cars. The Parks Department says this pilot program is in response to an uptick in, in crime. KXAN's Brianna Hall is telling us which parks the department is now targeting. Extremely disappointing and I was shocked. That's how Vicki Carrasco felt when she went for a Sunday afternoon hike on the Barton Creek Greenbelt and came back to this. The passenger's car window open and broken. Someone had taken her purse, which she thought she put into the backpack she brought with her on the hike. At that same time, I started checking my phone and I noticed that there were a lot of fraud alerts for my different credit cards. The Greenbelt is one of the areas Austin's Parks and Recreation Department has put up security cameras as part of its pilot program. Other spots include Mount Bunnell, the Rainy Street area, and Edward Rendon Park. We often get questions about, you know, is there a camera there or is there not a camera there? And so I think it was an opportunity for us to, to kind of say maybe it's a chance for us to get a little bit more data and see if it's actually something that is, is helpful. Does it actually reduce or make a difference in some of that crime? Is it helpful to our police department as well? The plan? Review the data with APD after the cameras have been there for a while and gauge the level of the difference the cameras make. We want to make sure our parks are as welcoming and people feel safe and secure and come to them to have memories with their family and friends. So I think that anything that deters, um, you know, people that are thieves um, is helpful. Brianna Hollis, KXAN News. Brianna tells us if the cameras do prove to work, then the Parks and Rec Department says it will discuss the possibility of funding additional cameras. And going in depth here, a report from APD that it presented to Councilmember Mackenzie Kelly shows most break-ins at Mount Bunnell appeared to happen around sunset. 
Last year, the city installed some dummy cameras in hopes of deterring crime. Later took them down, though, when it showed that it didn't have much impact. Just last month, APD installed some new electronic signs warning visitors about the risk of break-ins. The man convicted of killing 23 people at an El Paso Walmart is going to hear from family members today at a sentencing hearing. The gunman set to receive multiple life sentences for the 2019 shooting. He pled guilty to federal hate crime and weapons charges in one of the deadliest mass shootings in U.S. history. The sentencing phase could last several days. It is the first time relatives of the victims will have the opportunity to address him face-to-face -face in court. He still faces capital murder charges in state court and could receive the death penalty if convicted. President Biden is hosting the Prime Minister of Sweden this afternoon. It says the White House tries to figure out how cocaine ended up in the West Wing. According to the Secret Service, someone found a small amount in a common work area in the West Wing. Responding fire crews say the powder was in a small dime-sized bag. Investigators tell NBC they are going to be looking at cameras and entrance logs to see who had access to that area. The man at the center of a Texas Senate impeachment trial says he's not talking. Why Ken Paxton's attorney says he's not going to testify. And why construction in an Austin neighborhood means a big headaches for longtime residents. Good morning, a live look outside from our KXAN tower camera here atop the KXAN studio. You can see some clouds in the sky and perhaps our best rain chances all week later on today. We may not hear from suspended Attorney General Ken Paxton in his impeachment trial. Paxton's lead attorney saying his client is not going to be testifying before the Senate. The Texas Tribune reports Paxton defense attorney Tony Busby made that announcement on Monday. The Senate could still try to force Paxton to testify, but the statement makes it clear that Paxton would stand his ground. Statement says, quote, we will not bow to their evil, illegal, and unprecedented weaponization of state power in the Senate chamber. Senate spokesperson has not yet responded to our request for comment. The House voted to impeach Paxton in May, and the trial begins September 5th. Happening this morning, HEB is hoping its newest supermarket will honor a former music venue. HEB opening up its location on 290 East of the Nutty Brown Road. That's where the Nutty Brown Cafe was. Opening at 6 o'clock this morning, it's going to replace the former spot of the Nutty Brown Cafe and Amphitheater near the Travis Hayes County line. HEB told us last year the new supermarket will use building materials and even showcasing from memorabilia of the cafe and amphitheater. Well, a wrong turn caused an elite runner the chance of winning $10,000 in prize money. It's happened just feet from the finish line. So this is what happened here. A move during the live broadcast. You see that motorcycle go off to what was the right, but then the other runners, they go ahead forward. This is in Atlanta. So that runner following the escort and making the wrong turn when she realized her mistake, it was too late. She did come in third and won a $3,000 prize, but mm. that's pretty painful. It is, gosh. Still ahead, why a law meant to give new hope for patients in crisis means new challenges for first responders. You rely on them to make sure your car and everyone else's car is safe and legal. KXAN investigates the growing problem of clean scanning. Next. Good morning, all. An Independence Day full of baseball and a living legend racking up title number 16. The details ahead. 
Good morning. A beautiful live look that we have for our camera over at the Circuit of the Americas for you. Dark and early on this Wednesday, the day after July 4th. Hope you had a nice, wonderful holiday. All right, let's talk about a change to a Texas law that's going to let people give up babies anonymously at safe places like fire and EMS stations. In the past, a person had to physically give the baby to an employee on site. Our partners over at the Texas Tribune reported in 2022 hardly anyone surrendered babies under the Baby Moses law. Less than 200 given up since 2009. Now, baby boxes could be installed throughout Austin, allowing a person to surrender a child anonymously. A division chief for Austin Travis County MS says right now they are looking at ways they can make changes and manage something like this. There are several logistical challenges. Cost is number one. Uh, those boxes are about $11,000 a piece, and we have almost 50 stations. Our stations are technically staffed 24-7, but many of our crews will leave on a call and be gone for hours. We certainly want to look at every option that we can. Safe Haven baby boxes are already being used in 10 states. We did reach out to the city of Austin to see whether it can do anything when it comes to funding. We're waiting to hear back. For context, all states have safe haven laws, and that is partially why the law has been cited by the Supreme Court as a justification for overturning Roe v. Wade. But according to the Texas Tribune, some experts say the safe haven law is not utilized or widely known to be sufficient alternatives to abortion, and in those babies are taken into custody by the Department of Family and Protective Services. The agency is currently under federal monitoring. A massive lettuce greenhouse. Look at all of this. Just opened up here in Central Texas. KXAN's Eric Henriksen explores how to grow such a delicate plant during our roasting summer. The heat, you know, that was always the big question. I think it's probably 101 outside right now. And I would say in here it's probably 82 degrees. They call it the largest lettuce greenhouse in the world. Uh, pretty amazing. It's longer than a football field wide, and it's wide a number of football fields the other way. Revel Greens opened their Temple facility this May. Temple centrally located, so we can get to Dallas easy. We can get to Houston, San Antonio, Austin, all right there. Just down the road from HEB's distribution center, CEO Michael Wayne Scott says the 20-acre facility is already operating at full force. We harvest every day, we pack every day, we seed every day. 365. We never have a day off. Growing multiple varieties of greens in a facility so large requires precise management. We have different compartments, so we're able to control. We have different water management units, so we can control pH, fertilization, and different things at different levels. Operated by artificial intelligence. What's great about being able to do a closed environment like this is we're able to manage water significantly better. According to Wayne Scott, they only require four pints per day of water to grow a container of lettuce. He says the same amount of lettuce grown in Salinas, California, requires 12 gallons of water per day. Leafy greens are so foundationally important to the food system. The switch from traditional farming to greenhouses is happening more every day. I've been in sustainable agriculture for over 20 years and really trying to find where the next trend in agriculture, where we're gonna see the biggest change. Business Wire estimates that the value of the greenhouse industry will nearly double in the next five years, with most of that growth happening in the U.S. For Revel, location and technology are helping them grow. So that's all we focus on is happy plants. Eric Henriksen, KXAN News. Who doesn't like a happy plant? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, coincidentally, 
had this last night as part no of my way. dinner. Yeah, I, I realized the packaging matches up with that video there, and I the um, it looks a little different. Okay. It does not necessarily look exactly like a traditional lettuce leaf. Like it has very long stems on it. Interesting. But it tastes the same. All right. And, right and down the road. Less water to make it. A lot less water. So did you yeah. taste the lack of water? In it? <laughs> no, it tasted very um, hydrated. Let's take you outside here on this early Wednesday morning. A little groggy perhaps after a late night last night or the fireworks kept you up or you were up enjoying them. This is how it looks now from our Indeed weather camera where we're at 80 degrees and the low clouds have been thickening up somewhat here over the last couple of hours. And once again, I expect a lot of low clouds to begin your day, but the sun will break through as we head later into the afternoon. See a little bit of moisture and spotty showers and storms uh, working closer to the Texas coastline. Well, we think some of that moisture may actually make it here in the form of spotty showers and storms this afternoon and early evening. You can see what the latest timing is. Here's your clouds to begin your Wednesday. These clouds still with us at seven, but starting to break up mid to late morning. Then more of a sun cloud mix here at noon. Noon and later, spotty showers and storms start to approach from the southeast working to the northwest. There may also be some that pop up uh, overhead, but most of them will be moving in from that direction. And you can see there, even the metro, even the hill country could get some spotty showers and storms here today. Certainly no guarantee you get rain where you are. We think the rain coverage is going to be 30%, which is up from our original expectations yesterday. Uh, but uh, during the middle of the afternoon here, 3 o'clock, Hit or miss showers and storms. They continue into the early evening. There's six, but as we head later into the evening, sun getting lower and then eventually setting, we think that's going to put an end to the spotty showers and storms here later this evening and overnight. But guess what? We could do it again here tomorrow. Low clouds to begin your Thursday. Sun comes out, mix the sun and clouds by late morning, and then spotty showers and storms beginning a little earlier tomorrow. Say as early as 11, but more likely noon and later. Uh, favoring our eastern counties, but still a few may actually make it uh, to the metro here tomorrow as well. Rainfall amounts will likely be all over the place. Isolated spots more than an inch, many of us getting nothing at all. And then we'll keep watching this area of high pressure that'll be getting closer to us as we head through the next few days, nudging those temperatures into the triple digits here for the weekend. So today, a high of 98, 30% rain chances. We look at that seven day, we stay below triple digits through Friday, but the sun, more of it Friday, and then triple digits beginning this weekend and beyond. Nick, thank you. A state vehicle inspector in Austin out of a out on bond accused of falsifying safety and emissions test for years. This is a KXAN ex exclusive where investigator Matt Grant explains it appears that part of a growing scheme here was to make money while putting everyone else on the road at risk. At Rivera Welding on East 7th Street in Austin, a sign advertises state vehicle inspections. But according to law enforcement, the woman doing those inspections has been faking it for five years. She enters the information as the vehicle was properly inspected and it was not. Sergeant Jose Escribano with the Travis County Constable's Office, Precinct 3, says he watched Maritza Rivera Torado pass multiple vehicles without even checking the brakes. Law enforcement says the 29-year-old made as much as $300 apiece in exchange for allowing hundreds of potentially unsafe or salvaged vehicles on the road. For two days, I've been calling trying to get comment from anyone inside. Today, a woman who answered the phone but refused to give me your name said regarding this arrest, quote, 
No comment on that before hanging up. Rivera Tirada was released on $5,000 bond and is charged with tampering with a government document. Her arrest comes weeks after a Hayes County vehicle inspector was arrested, accused of passing vehicle inspections for money, and after the Texas Department of Public Safety announced a crackdown on fraudulent inspections dubbed Operation Cinderblock. By circumventing that system, you're looking at putting a bunch of unsafe vehicles on the road and or vehicles that should not be registered. The illegal service is known as clean scanning. Escribano said 5 million vehicles passed emissions tests last year that shouldn't have. The growing underground problem spreading, he says, the same way Texas's paper license plate problem did, through online ads and word of mouth. They're rolling down the highway and you have absolutely no clue. In Austin, Matt Grant, KXAN Investigates. Last month, the governor signed a law ending vehicle safety inspections, and that's going to start in the year 2025. 17 counties, including Travis and Williamson, are still going to require these annual emissions tests, and that is to meet federal air quality standards. Right now, there are not too many nonstop flights from Austin to the National Airport in D.C., Reagan National Airport, but Central Texas business leaders want to add more. A federal rule limits the amount of flights to Reagan from cities more than 1,250 miles from the airport. The Austin Business Journal reporting about a dozen Texas-based organizations, including the Greater Austin Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, are now supporting the lifting of that federal rule. Critics, including United Airlines and the Metro Washington Airport's Authority, want that rule to stay in place to control congestion at the airport. The first American woman in space now has a new honor. A statue of Sally Ride is outside the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in California. Statue is Ride dressed in her in-flight suit she wore on the space shuttle Challenger. Ride became the third woman to launch into space when she and her Challenger crew took off in June of 1983. She also flew on Challenger in 1984. Ride inspiring girls and young women across the country to pursue careers in science and technology. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning also. Everybody, of course, has their list of most American things as we look back a day ago to Independence Day. In morning sports, we're obviously going to have things American in the sports world. Tied for one is baseball. Astros fresh off that series win in Arlington, hosting Colorado a day ago. Scoreless in the bottom of the third for Gray Kissinger. Sounds like a politician anyway. Is now going to remember July 4th, not as Independence Day, but the day of his first big league homer. And can you blame him? Puts the Astros in front. one nothing in the fifth. Mauricio Dubon to right. Nolan Jones wanted to get that uniform a bit dirty. Couldn't go home and have it be clean after that. Strohs extend the lead. They would hold on to take game one over the Rockies and the team they just beat in the last series, Rangers. That was Sunday, excuse me, Monday. And on Tuesday, they were all the way up in Boston. They were down one nothing until Mitch Garver declares this ball independent from the ballpark. It's going to go out. Three-run homer for the Rangers backstop, and that's the big blow, and that would be essentially enough, but they had plenty more. Same score in the fourth, Robbie Grossman. Always love saying that name on air. Tougher an outfielder to flag that one down. RBI double makes it 4-1 to one, Texas. In the top of the seventh, Josh Young, the outstanding rookie, all-star starting third baseman, going to go the other way and extend the lead. Nearly a two-hour rain delay in this one 
foreshadowing. That was kind of all over the place in the Northeast, but the Rangers hold on. That rain did push back the other most American thing, the hot dog eating contest, but Joey Chestnut says you're not going to slow me down. Nobody can finish Frank's punish pork down dogs like Joseph Christian Chestnut. Just wiped the floor with the other competitive eaters a day ago for his record 16th mustard belt. His streak can get his driver's license now 62 hot dogs down in 10 minutes it may have nearly killed him but the work is done it always will be he is inevitable what a face of a champion there by the way that line stolen from thanos some avengers fans definitely probably picked up on that one thanks for joining kxan news today you can also listen to kxan news nightly every weekday after 5 30 p.m for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you 